And right now, Grassroots Marketing, we're happy to go and welcome back a guest that was featured on our Days and Infuse program back last May. And he's a serial entrepreneur, prolific inventor, founder of Dynavate, a company with a mission to make smoking history and produce the greatest dry herb vaporizers available. But one of the things we're talking about today, which has come into the space, is, you know, how about the vape pens? And the fact that now there is a new best-selling battery-free uh, vape device called the M. And so let's going to talk about that right now with the founder of Dynavape, George Rewa. Thanks for being on with us again, George. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, our efforts to make smoking history. So now you have the M plus and it's, your most popular battery-free dry herb vaporizer. So no electric parts, stainless steel construction. It's giving a, a wide range of experiences from microdosing to complete extraction. Virtually any heat source can be used, but for optimum flavor, flavor you're recommending using with a butane torch or an induction heater. The M plus it's a quite a contraption here. And I know if, for those that might've watched the video version of days and infuse, you showed us these vaporizers as was before, but now you're stepping up into this space here. So talk about the M plus and, and the real uh, owners behind it. And just, you know, the construction is amazing. And, you know, obviously it, there is a significant price point, but for the construction and for the durability, it's quite uh, comparable. So the, the M plus is our all stainless steel device uh, for anyone that's watching on video. Uh, I'll hold it up. It's, Roughly the length of my finger. Wow. Uh, and a lot smaller in diameter. Uh, 10 millimeters or yeah. notice less than half an inch for those of you that use those kind of, of units. Uh, it's overall method of functionality is, is very simple and straightforward. It's got a little cap on the end that you can pull off. A nice little uh, oven that you can load up with your favorite flour. And recap the oven. Use any heat source. To heat it up to temperature uh, using a, a butane lighter. I can heat it up on the side like this. Yeah. Uh, or I can use an induction heater, which I can also demonstrate if you're interested. The key thing is our cap will click when we hit vaporizing temperature, just like that. So you don't burn your cookies. Wow. That's amazing. You know, you see a lot of people that are obviously there's, there's a plethora of, of vape pens and and various you know devices out there for consumption but it's quite there's a lot of work into that where i you know i mean for people to gonna have a pretty easy to use something that's very functional and also something that just that is durable for whatever you're going to put in there and also something that can also withstand the heat and the the pressure of using a butane torch or induction heater to heat up said product inside the vaporizer that's quite a bit uh, your temperature indicating captive cap so one of the things i guess is you know when you put this together about why you know th there's not a lot of vape products that'll do the same thing i mean this is very much proprietary to what dynavape does it, it really is uh and it really stems from what's at our core and what our, our mission and our objective was and that's to give anyone that's out there that's interested in consuming some of these products, you know, whether it's cannabis or, you know, any other botanical, 
you don't have to smoke it. I'm not saying that smoking is, is wrong, evil, or th- those sorts of things, but it does carry with it a whole lot of baggage that uh, some people may not be interested in, in terms of the flavor profile and some of the other compounds that aren't exactly good for you. Uh, but when we decide to bake our cookies instead of burning them, uh, we get to enjoy all those beautiful flavors and aromas without all of the combustion byproducts. And now, that was the... Right. But now the other thing, too, is that, I mean, the intent for the product line is that they're not disposable. These are these are definitely products that oh. are made and manufactured to hold on to for as long yeah. as you want. For because right now these days just you see how much prices there are now for certain vape pens and that are not well manufactured. It might be used with other products from another country and their construction might not be as good, but you might have a good product. You know, why not have a good device to use it with that's consistent and can handle the heat and pressure? And is going to last a long time and you know be durable and also be enjoyable to use. Uh and, and that's where we tend to refer to our products as being somewhat analog in nature because there is no control in this device, in this product. You are the control. You can adjust the temperature of the device actually pretty easily depending on where you heat and how you heat it up. Uh, and it's just kind of like learning to ride your bike. Uh, you want to turn left hard? Well, you learn how to do that, but it's not something that you uh, maybe do the first time you go for a ride. Uh, but as you get to know your Dynavat products, you will come to find that, wow, it actually becomes very intuitive, very easy to use, and very easy to achieve that experience that the person using the device is looking for. And the device might last you your whole lifetime if you take care of it, which is also kind of nice. It becomes an heirloom product that you can pass on to future generations. Now, the thing, too, is that when we had you on previously for Days and Infused, uh, Latham talked to you about the bead that you had released in 2022, which is an entry-level product, a much more affordable. For anybody who wants to go and get adopted into vaping, they were able to go and use that device, and it's really worked out. So talk to me about the response and you know how much you've had to deal with the supply and demand with the B, and now having this upgraded, having the M now upgraded to the M+. Okay, so... The M has been one of our better selling products since we introduced it in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, since 2017, the world has changed a little bit and the price of pretty much everything is higher now than it used to be. Uh, so when we introduced the B last year, it was uh, done with the intent of cutting some of the unnecessary costs out of producing an M so that we could make a lower cost entry level product for people that weren't quite sure if our products were right for them. So it helps to make a, a simple battery-free extraction device or thermal extraction device, as we like to call them, a little bit more approachable, a little bit more appealing and less less of an adventure to jump into because it doesn't cost as much. You can get into a, a brand new bee at $49. You know, it doesn't cost very much. And even that product, even though it's lower cost, it should still last you a very, very long time. Now we're seeing across the board, besides there's a lot of shops that are for cannabis or and for various other areas, but smoke shops, vape shops popping up everywhere. 
And this is before, you know, Jewel became even, even after Jewel was around and, and being, being a thing. Obviously, people have gotten very much accustomed to cease smoking, traditional smoking, and not go with tobacco, but going with vape instead. And now, I mean, I see so many stores out there that are specifically that either they might be embedded into a convenience store or just a standalone shop. There's a lot of those stores out there. And with that said, I mean, how many stores are you looking to go ahead and with the product, obviously you can go to as many stores as you want, but when you look at now the, the stock, the concept of vape stores and how many that are out there and be able to get this Dynavape on all those store shelves, when you've seen just this explosion of different stores out there, it's just a completely different type of store out there that everybody's seeing, you know, yep. what do you think about the idea of where people are, are, are constantly going into a smoke shop or a vape store now more than ever? And now they're being just really crafted for vape and for everything else that can go along. They, cer- they certainly are. And this is where we're seeing right now. Uh, the latest trend is all of these disposable vapes and vaporizers, which why do they exist? Well, partially out of a loophole to get around some regulation and right. also uh, as a means to have that customer continue to come back into the store and buy additional products because they only last so long and then you throw them away and they're not refillable. Some of them are rechargeable, but they're still considered a disposable product. We don't make disposable products uh, per se. We no. Our goal is to make our products as durable as possible doesn't mean you don't want to come back and buy an additional part or piece because one of the things that's nice about our products is they're very modular in their construction, which means you can change your experience by swapping a part. And you're swapping a durable part, not because one's worn out, but because the you're looking for maybe a faster heat up or maybe a more thorough extraction or something's a little bit heavier, something a little bit lighter, a different color. Well, the other thing too is that For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. If you're going to get somebody to come to a store, have them go ahead and come back to buy something else to put into their vape, not buy another vape pen. I, I agree. You know, because I, I, I struggle with this whole idea of making products that are disposable when it's not necessary. You know, we can make a device like this that there's no reason why it can't last for decades. No, oh, none at all. Yeah. You know, and how nice is that? It, it seems like it's something that's kind of gone away in terms of uh, what's available these days is how many products can you buy anymore that are really designed and intended to last for decades? I mean, your laptop, no. Your right. smartwatch, no. Your smartphone, two years if, you, if you're doing good, right? What lasts for more than a few years? And there just aren't a lot of products out there that can. And that's something I've, I think we have a, a little bit of a pride point, you know, with Dynavap is our products are really built to last, <clears throat> to last right. for the long term. Now, when you also have to compare, when I look at the industry itself, you know, they always want to go ahead and latch vape 
with e-cigarettes. But the whole yes. idea is that we look right now and it's a great thing that people are getting off the normal conventional cigarettes and using, you know, that route. But then again, we want to at least get more people to get off of e-cigarettes as well. We want them to go and go into vase because really it's just a much easier way to consume what you want out of that without a lot of the effects. It should be a much easier and somewhat, well, I mean, yeah, easier way to go and consume and not less complications, I would say. But there's there's enough right out there to try to get. I mean, there's enough where do you what do you think about the fact that where you see that distinction always being put together? Because some smoke shops are going to obviously have both in stock. Yes. And it's very common for smoke shops. And you know, I see it more of a problem than an advantage right now because it's adding a lot of confusion. So the, the products and the devices that we make are are not designed or intended for use with nicotine and e-liquids. And a lot of products out there, especially the disposable nicotine vapes, that's exactly what they are. They're designed specifically for use for e-liquids and for nicotine-containing substances. They're also called vapes and vaporizers, which adds a lot of confusion, right? So is this a vape? Is it a vaporizer? Or is it something else that really kind of needs to have its own definition, its own category, right? Because what do you put in here? Not e-liquid, right? No, you put in dried plants and you heat it up and you extract off of the, those plants the things that you're looking for without burning them. So one of the things that we've been pushing as a company is kind of a recategorization of what these products are and what they represent. And we don't aren't the only company that makes devices like this. There's quite a few other companies that make battery-powered versions that also extract off of flowers or herbs or plant matter. We've kind of thought that, okay, why don't we call these more of what they are instead of a vape that gets confused with nicotine? Why don't we call it a thermal extraction device? Because you're just simply using heat yeah. to extract from your plant matter. So thermal extraction device, or TED for short, it's not a vape. It's not a nicotine device. It's not an e-cigarette. Is it a vaporizer? Well, that's a confusing term, right? right. And it's, it's too large of a blanket term. And it's also problematic in the regard that there's a whole lot of new regulations that have popped up just in the last year or two regarding the mailability of vapes, e-cigarettes, vaporizers, etc. Uh, but if your device is not a vape, well, then some of those issues are more easy to navigate. So I'm looking right now at the Atlantic.com actually put out a good story about the rise of vape shops that since 2018, the number has increased okay. by 20% almost annually, according to one estimate. And you know, with various reasons as to how people were able to go and do that, one of the things is it's now it needs to be the, the campaign to curb people off of e-cigarettes. That is there anything you've done in terms of where when you're communicating with the shops that you work with, do you determine if they're that they're much more focused on vape? over e-cigarette or if they don't have e-cigarette at all? Oh, uh, you know, that's that's an interesting question because uh, our product is not e-cigarette. Uh, you know, not, not by any stretch. If a shop is selling e-cigarettes and is also selling products like ours, does it really impact us as a company? And is it a negative to the customer? Or is it just simply giving the customer another option for different ways that they can you know, get the things that they're looking for. So 
it's not a prerequisite that the shop does or does not carry e-cigarettes. It's just, uh, when I think about it, like if the grocery store carries one brand of a product, is a competing brand of that product it's not going to sell to that store? Well, I'm only saying that only because if there's certain stores that you want to make sure that your your the the the, the M plus or the Bs are going to get and go off the shelves. But if it's right. a store that doesn't, you know, they you see a lot more people that are coming for e-cigarettes and not so much for the vape products. That sure. that could be a consideration if that's oh, something that you look at where you considered that into the into the mix. Yes, we, we definitely want to make sure that our product is a good fit for the store, for the people that work there. Uh, we've got some extensive training options for you know the staff members of any store uh, so that they can get familiar with our product. They can watch videos. They can understand the words, the terms, how it's used, tips and tricks, all of these sorts of things. So that not only the, the people that work at the store, but the store owner can be successful with our products. You know, it's also important for the customers of that store to be communicating with people that are knowledgeable about the products. Because when you have a product that is kind of in a different category, uh, where it doesn't have a battery, it doesn't have a power on button that you push five times, it operates with a much different principle. It still accomplishes the same thing, but it's very different. Right. Now, the other thing, too, is that when you look at the shops that are out there, there's also it has to be a concern, I'll imagine, for some people that go to vape shops, or, or to these type of stores, smoke shops in general, that they're putting out the right kind of product you can also add into those pens or into those uh, into the devices. Because, you know, you can see people, oh, we also put Kratom. We have this Delta. We have this in here, CBD in here, and all this. But then it's also like, okay, so which one is it? Is it quality? Is it good? Is it going to be, is it well-made? Is that another thing that, you know, that people should also be keeping in mind because, you have to be an educated consumer to go to these shops and make sure that, you know, oh, yeah. the employees and the people that manage these stores should have the best, you know, in mind for their customers to make sure they're repeat customers, but also make sure they're going to always come back. I, I agree with that, but I, but I also want to agree with your earlier statement, you know, do your education, do your research. You know, some of the things that these shops are selling can have a rather strong effect on the person that consumes them. And if you're not paying attention, you're not aware of what it is you're dealing with, you know, it, it's kind of like buying a bottle of alcohol and not knowing what the concentration is. Uh, you know, you, you want to know what you're dealing with uh, or buying a bottle of, uh, you know, ibuprofen and not knowing how many milligrams are in each tablet. Right. right. Well, cause part of it, as I think there's, and this is for the Atlantic article, I just want to say, tell, they, they say as well, you know, they might be talking about the success of these shops, but they're also going to take their pot shots as well. They're going to go and say like, okay, how many of these shops, the proportion are, are funding their business to revenue from contraband product they're calling. So mm. they're saying the fact of what, what products are out there that they're pushing out into to customers that might not be so good, or that's being allowed because of loopholes that the laws already allow. That's the sure. other part we always look at where, there have or, been like synthetic substances that have not been safe, but have been added into devices and have hurt people. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, when we think about uh, what was going on, it was 10 years ago now with uh, yeah. with the spice and the synthetic cannabinoids yes. being sold. And, and why was that happening? Well, it was being hap it was happening because of the market demand for those types of products and because of the unwillingness of our government to 
stop being so silly and yeah. regulate the market. Uh, you know, the, the whole idea of just outright blatant prohibition, we've tried this on how many different occasions, and every time that prohibition has been tried, it's failed. I mean, yeah. you, can you give me one example of prohibition that has been a resounding success? I struggle to, I struggle to come up with such an example. True. So, well, you know, we are so far removed from the vape crisis from years ago. And with all these shops, obviously business has moved along, but it's part of the things where you can also be, you know, educating yourself as a, as a consumer and the employees and the, and these owners can also do the same. But also one of the things too, is that if you know, you're going to buy a product, that's going to be a quality. So there's one thing to educate yourself on the quality of the product you're going to put into a device. But what we're telling you right now on this program is that, you know, I can tell you from what George has been doing with Dynavape, that's a good, it's a solid device. That's the whole point is that at least, you know, the first thing you can do right now is you can buy something that's durable, not disposable and affordable. If it's going to be the B or if you want to go and step up to the M or the M plus those products are going to hold on for a long time. And that's the one thing I would prefer. Like for anybody, I always notice that if you want to consume cannabis or just any other, you know, or Delta nine or whatever it might be. Yeah. Why don't you get something that will hold on to it and hold the test of time? Because why do you want some disposable? You can't put under good heat and get the, and pull in a good flavor and exactly what you want from it and really enjoy the quality of it. So why not get some, that's something that's permanent and you can use it all times. It looks good and will hold up to the test of time. Sure. Exactly that. I, I don't know how else I could explain it. It's, just, it's a different approach. It's very different than buying disposable gear. It's very different than buying rolling papers. It's very different than burning your flour. It's different. And in some ways, most people appreciate those differences uh, in ways that conserves your budget. It provides a more pleasant experience, some interesting new flavor profiles. There are some very distinct advantages. It's worth exploring, not necessarily for everyone, but uh, there's a growing body of people out there that really appreciate these devices for what they offer. So Dynavape products are available everywhere. If you look at the store map, just on the website itself, Dynavape, D-Y-A-N-A-V-A-P.com, D-Y-A-N-A-V-A-P.com. Just look under the store map and you just look, find a store. It's everywhere. And, you know, is there's a... And if the store doesn't have it, should they go ahead and go ahead and reach out to say, okay, can you get Dynavape in their store? Would you recommend that also to, to those that might not have it at their smoke shop nearby? Yes. If, if you work for a, a, a shop or you own a shop, you can certainly connect with us. We've got a, a wholesale inquiry button on our uh, Dynavap.com website. Uh, so we're easy to get in touch with. We'd be happy to give you more information, get you some samples, get you familiar with what the product is all about. And if it's a good fit, we would love to welcome you to our family. All right, we'll leave it there. Again, Dynavape.com, D-Y-A-N-A-V-A-P.com. And George Brewa, founder of Dynavape, thanks for the conversation. Really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.